0: episode of Everyday Talkies. If you have missed part 1, I strongly suggest you to go back and Listen to last week's episode where we interacted with Shubhang about you know option paralysis and indecisiveness in choosing your career and all of that. This episode we talk you know more on a lighter note, understanding what shows we are bingeing how was a lockdown life, and we touch upon a very critical topic for all of us, mental health. More on that later. Listen to no more. So okay, let's talk about something which is a bit more relaxing. You know, you talked about what? Let's um, uh, which I'm super excited about is the shows that we're binging on currently given that you're already graduated and you're sitting there in a pathetic lockdown <laughs> let's transition into shows let's let's first talk about your lockdown life apart from college and everything I've been in India for you know a couple of months then you went back you stayed there so how has been the past year of lockdown given that you're such a social person from what I know that's it <laughs> so uh,
1: no I, I'll tell you it, it's a bit of a mix because I am very sociable with people but at the same time I think I would very very Nicely in the managerial terms categorise myself as a great ambivert who loves his personal space and his laptop or iPad and just binge day in and day out and just be on my own. I definitely feel that and I think that comes comfortably for me because I happen to be a single child and just being on my own was always a thing you know growing up. That was definitely something that I'd do but just going by okay you know just without digressing. Lockdown life was different so my college started in September. Uh, September 2019 to give context and it went on till December, December we had break, we came back. I feel till September, September to December was kind of a mixed bag because you know you're just adjusting, you've gone out of the country, you're going back to education, different you know experiences, course was hard uh, and just everything coming along you know just getting around things and stuff etc, it was a it was a mix right but uh, definitely apart from that um, when that definitely ended and then in december we had break like went back home because i was like oh i haven't seen family in a while i definitely wanted to go back in december i came back in jan mm-hmm. and i feel jan to about march was the best time like best time in terms of that's when i was the sociable <laughs> Kumar, yep. going out there meeting people just being out there not being in my room inside etc so you know i was i think i was pumped and now I had kind of gotten acclimatized to the to the uni, I had just met my parents, come back, I was more energized and you know a lot of things were happening. So, that was a good time but then obviously March onwards, lockdown happened and it was a very gradual process for us because luckily most of my education, like most, like my two terms, we have two, three terms here and the third term only has about, I think has only one module. Uh, but the first two terms were offline so you know I'm glad most of my, like major, at least luckily for me, major part of my college was offline so I could go for my classes. But the third term shifted online. My exams for second term shifted online. Everything was, you know, online, and I was stuck in my room on a campus. And um, you know, a lot of people went back home. a Lot of things were happening. So it was, it was a mixed bag. But if I have to seeing the in you know, a situation, the whole world was in. I, I feel I was very very lucky to be on my campus, on my university campus, because you know Warwick is like an 800, 850 acre campus. And what better place to be <laughs> logged into? <laughs> of course, everything was shut. Restaurants were shut. Cafes were shut. Uh, you know, your buildings were shut. So, library, everything was shut. You know, you just like either. But but at least you have the open grounds, and you can just walk around, and you have everything at your disposal in that regard. So it was great to be in you know on campus um, to just have my own breathing space. You know, I've had friends who were back at home. Some people who went back actually from campus, having t- spoken to them, they were like, uh, sorry, we can't even, you know, get out with the only light we get is in the balcony. So that way it was chill. And it was it was mixed because initially, obviously, the initial months I had my dissertation also, I had my exams, so a lot of stuff was happening, uh, you know, uh, even though I was in my room. But lots of binging and... Uh, Lots of uh, pizzas <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of weight gain, uh, which came yep. along with it. Because uh, you know the other thing that happens over here is I feel um, you know in India we are spoiled because we have autos and uh, rickshaws and stuff like that in a lot of places. Here you don't get that, right? So you either get the bus for long distances or you walk it. So like I have to buy my groceries. I walk 25 minutes to Tesco and I get it in, in you know in my hand. Or I would have to get like an Uber or whatever. on campus, it was stuff like that. So, you know, just walking and this doing and walking on campus and this and that, you know, you you you, you just land up being fit. And I think that's one of the reasons why people in the West are fit, because they just walk that much, uh, which was obviously gone. So, lots of weight gain and because of lots of pizzas and no walking and lots of binging. Okay, so what were you binging? Come on. There are a bunch of shows actually. Um, I think now that I go back, let me, let's go show by show. Have you seen
0: uh, You? No, okay, see. Oh, you're talking to the worst person. But okay, I'll try to match the thing that you've seen. Uh you. No. Okay. Okay, so have you have you have you seen Game of Yeah, that's okay. That's that everyone has seen. seen it no
1: man, I've been so surprised your people haven't seen it. <laughs> and I totally judge them. I don't <laughs> I totally judge them, but definitely there have been people who've seen. Uh I saw have you uh, have you seen the boys? Yes, obviously. Of course. Oh, yes. That's an amazing
0: show. Then one of the is only rad- good shows in Amazon Prime. From the originals, I would say. How, how, how can you forget
1: um, shows like um, Inside Edge? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the hell? Mirzapur, dude. What uh, are you talking about? I didn't even watch them. I didn't even watch I'll tell me. you the best show on, on, on Amazon Prime. The best show ever. And and the audience better not watch the show. <laughs> it's called um, uh, More Shots. <laughs> what the hell is that? Okay. Move Moving on quickly. Okay, what else? What else? What else? Uh, Umbrella Academy.
0: Yeah, that was something which I wanted to start. I did. Start, I did.
1: You should. It's it's really nice. It's, it's pretty good actually. And there are, there are a bunch of more things. I I saw um, One Punch Man. Oh yeah, the anime craze. Yes, that's really good. I I in fact have a poster of Dragon Ball Z in my you know room right now. I have been a huge Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball Super fan. What are you watching right now? Uh, there are some shows that I'm watching, which are. Episodics like they come like you know weekly. There's something called as Snowpiercer, which is nice. One season is out already. This is the second season which is going on, so that's fun. There is
0: uh, this show called Lost in Space. Oh yes, that's a beautiful show. You seen it? No, no. I watched. I think the first episode. I'm yet to complete that. Uh, so that's definitely a show
1: you should watch. If if you're a science like a space lover, it's a really nice show. I think that the, Lost in Space is
0: pretty cool. Wait. Now we have to stop you set the space word. Yes. Are you into sci-fi? Of course, why not? Now, I'm am not sure like I don't expect you to have seen this, but I'm like a crazy die-hard fan of the Star Trek universe.
1: I surprisingly and you could you could call me an outlier for saying that I love space but I haven't seen the Star Trek series and I haven't
0: seen the Star Wars series. (laughs) I know. Like, I can absolutely understand for somebody to be... Because there are lots of people in this outlier group, so don't even worry about that. Like, you're basically the mainstream. I'm the outlier, given that I love space enough. Because Star Trek started from 1960s and it's still going on. Actually, I
1: I just just realized the last two shows that I finished. One's been Queen's Gambit.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yes, That's a beautiful show. And the other one I finished was the... Third season of Cobra Kai. Yes,
0: I think th- that's getting a lot of traction these days. I don't
1: understand why. So Cobra Kai, if you've seen the original Karate Kid series, not the one with Jaden Smith, but the the OG one, uh, which that uh, Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan one was inspired from, there were I think two or three movies. This is actually the story of the. It's the same cast which has actually now grown up after 20, 30 years, and they are the same. Ca- they're playing the same grown-up characters. Like they're playing the same characters, but they're grown up. Uh, into the same universe, and then there are new kids coming in and stuff like that. And if you like karate or you know action and etc., it's it's a really nice show. And and obviously there's a there's a huge element of nostalgia in it as well. You know, if you've seen the older series and love the movies etc., yeah. so it's definitely that as well. So it touches upon that, and it's a really nice show. If you get time, it's one of the shows I would definitely recommend uh, Queen's Gambit is another one because yeah. uh, it was a beautiful show as well Very so well now made. are you playing chess as well? sometimes, uh, it's not just because of Queen's Gambit but it's been because of uh, some comedians who've been playing chess online and streaming it <laughs> Sameh Rena <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and people like that all of us have, through lockdown have been hooked on to uh, people uh, who've been live streaming um, you know Tanmay Bhat uh, Saurav Pant all those people,
0: yeah, a bunch yeah. of people doing all of that Saurav I think, has been great. He has gotten such amazing guests. Like, I wish I could get a chance to talk to Ramchandar Guha or, you know, Veer Sangvi and these amazing legends who have done amazing in the field of journalism and then there was this uh, exactly. guy from the NDTV oh, like I loved uh, hearing them talk they have such amazing set of knowledge okay now I'm just digressing way too much <laughs> <laughs> let me come back to the topic okay so since we relaxed a bit let's I think probably we'll end up that career portion uh, by asking you a last question is that you, you talked about your uh, college life a bit but how was studying outside India because that's the first time you're doing it how was it different from yeah. you know because you've already studied outside your home you know being banged or Christ University and you've seen that world so that is one aspect and the second aspect is how have been the friendships been different like, that is something which people don't really talk about especially in you know meeting people and all of that. academics I'm sure people tackle about it of course yeah no I, I think I'll just touch upon it without being
1: too serious or taking you through the minor details I think it's a I'm going to talk about things that I've observed and things from my experience like I think both the aspects need to come out here. So personally talking about me, I felt, uh, I I personally feel like I thought before coming here that it's going to be very easy because I've stayed, like I've stayed out, you know, out out of my home for three years and uh, you know, I feel having that experience would have been, would have just really, really put me in a position where, you know, just moving abroad can be very easy but I think it's a mixed uh, uh, experience that people get and purely talking from my personal experience because i happen to come to the uk and we only have one year of course i feel the it was it was a lot to take in 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 that one year it's it's about you know just adjusting living abroad things like the sun setting at you know 3 30 4 o'clock time difference from back home for four and a half which becomes five and a half uh, you know there are two timings that happen through the year and so a lot of those aspects that you kind of land up undermining or also things about, you know, just having diversity and talking to people from different walks of life, different countries, stuff like that. So that's definitely uh, a, something that requires a lot of your attention. And it, at the same time, if you happen to do a technical course like mine, which is quite um, intensive, it, it takes a lot of your time. And, it you know, it, it puts you in a position where there's a lot going on. So that was definitely something I felt which happened over here. But in general, I feel it's very important to come out and study. Uh, and it's, and you know, moving away from your rankings and which college and which country you go to. Obviously, though, there are different pros and cons to that. US has its own pros, um, UK has its own. And I mean, of course, everybody's running to Canada these days. So I'm sure that has its own pros and cons but it's it's just a different perspective that it brings to you you know uh, in India everything is so accessible you know even while staying at home all of us had you know when we took our apartments and stuff like that we had people you know we could have somebody coming home and cooking food for you you could order in food which is you know damn cheap like in 150-200 bucks you get meals man uh, you could fly back home you know I remember me being homesick and you know and on a weekend I'd just fly back home uh, of course I mean there are different it also depends on where you're from and and all those aspects within the country as well. I'm sure somebody living in the far northeast uh, could probably not fly back that frequently from Bangalore. But uh, but I was lucky enough to just be on a, you know, being living in Bangalore and family in Mumbai. So one and a half hour flight, nothing else. So things like that, you could just go back home, you could just do those things. You have a lot of accessibility. You have autos, you have things like that. A lot of these aspects that you get even when you're living independently, of course, that has, has its own uh, you know essence and a lot of things that you get to learn in that life as well but in, when you come abroad you definitely do get a lot more independent you know you either spend a bomb on eating out you buy packed meals which are frozen meals and ready to eat meals which you just stack in your refrigerator and your freezer and just take it out microwave or maggie and stuff like that or you cook i feel even though i ha- i happen to live in bangalore for three years when in one year of PG where I had people who were, you know, it was mess and all that shit and two years of living in a studio, I barely remember me cooking that often but here I, I, I definitely and of course I happen to know how to cook, I'm glad I did so it was not that difficult but you get lazy so there are different options you find around it so that's one aspect of things, then there's education aspect obviously the way they teach you is very different in India You are spoon fed like from the very beginning to the very end if you especially if you're in you know university that ask you to come to college from 9 to 4 and do do end of the term project sitting and clocking hours in your uh, computer science labs so it's a very different experience from here wherein you could wear whatever you want, dress like however you want, colour your hair red if you want to nobody gives a damn and just attend lectures and if you don't want to attend lectures all the lectures are uh, recorded and you can watch it back home. Uh, you know everything is recorded and uploaded online so you can watch it if you want to uh, you know a lot of us used to do that you know before our exams we'll watch re those uh, lectures just to get a better hang of it to study etc so those kind of things obviously with respect to the way they teach classroom environment the the way uh, you know things are given is very different here it's a lot more hands-on I remember getting pre-reads and notes being given to you one day or you know or one or two days before the lecture sometimes a week before wherein you prepare I mean not everybody did uh, because we we as Indians are very, you know, we're pro in winging it in the last moment but uh, (laughs) so, so we definitely one year is not enough to change your practice but I did see it from the university side of, you know, trying to put you in places where they do all that and also with respect to other things, I feel the scope of extracurricular things and the kind of exposure that you can get at a university abroad is something you can't get in India and there are a bunch of things, you know, I could take you from things like me having, you know, in in my university washrooms, having dispensers for condoms and uh, Viagra to on the first day of my introductory, you know, introductory day in Warwick, us getting student um, union bags which had, you know, a pack of Durex and, you know, and I know these are very common things and they should be happening but, you know, we all come from backgrounds in India where it is shocking, you know, and people actually putting all those things in the forefront and being like, you know, it's important for you to have these things because universities here understand what how people are and don't try and put them and make them fit in, you know, they, they try and mold themselves to give a wholesome environment for the child or for the person to grow, which I feel is lacking in India. And right from that to, you know, having 500 types of societies and, and things that you that you can do here and you know it's it's not got to be the caps event or the student welfare event like it used to happen in christ here you know i, I have a flatmate who started her who loved animals and realized you know there's no society for animals and she just started a, a, a society for animals here and everybody's coming together and they having they had events for with you know with with dogs and with cats and stuff like that and then there are you know events societies like different regional societies like you have stuff like the Warwick India Society and India Forum and all that. you know, And those are not SWO and that level society. Here, there's nothing like that. There's only one level, which is the student union, which is right at the top. And then you just have societies. And these societies, individual societies, get the funding and they get the ability to have in people like Shashi Tharoor and all in the country, you know, like flying them in for your society event, that's all. So all those things are huge and they, you get a lot of independence as a as, a student here, because everything is run by student union. There's a union system which has, which is selected by the people. There's a voting system that happens, and there's, an, there's a cohesiveness within the individual student unions of every universities, because they all come together, and there's like a national student union thing that happens, uh, which you know, you you can overthrow your faculty to, to root for your faculty with the administration if they're not getting their wages or if they need salary rises and you know salary increases and stuff like that. So it's a very very different experience from that point of view obviously for me if i purely talk about myself i think one year was not enough to get all kinds of experiences and obviously i have to uh and sorry throw light on the fact that a master's course as an undergrad course is very different and on top of it i happen to do a, a lot more technical course which took a lot of my time but if you are if you happen to do undergrad over here i feel you know i see people I see I have some friends who who are doing undergrads right now you know in Warwick and a few other universities it's a completely different experience man like you get to do so much here like you get to interact with your companies and the interactions are not like the ones we used to have Freaking, there is a corporate connect you're putting on a blazer and there's one person walking in and everybody's <laughs> sleeping in the hall yeah, it's yeah. very very interactive because everybody's trying to network right from the day you enter they teach you how to you know build a presence on linkedin and stuff like that and you how to network with people to get jobs and internships etc because nothing is handed over to you right nothing is given on your plate there's no placements if you want a job you got to go out there and apply yourself so if if i'm applying for a um shell job like yourself you know everybody from right from say a Warwick to UCL to Imperial to you know even a Queens Mary or a Leeds or whatever will be applying together for that particular role so there's a lot of competition and you need to network and you need to know things so from an undergrad's point of view when I see people over here and I see myself included who I feel happen to be one of those people who was quite out there in the university uh, of course you know when I say out there it's a subjective term some people could be really out there in their academic fields and not really in, in extracurriculars but when i say out there i mean a more holistic things you know somebody who is doing fairly well in academics is involved in extracurricular is interested about different fields just getting to know people etc i feel people over here are way more matured than uh, people back home i feel the environment that in india you can get out of an iit or an IIM uh, in terms of the just pure experience of dealing with companies and in networking and you know those kind of things uh, is not restricted here to a particular university you could be from a third grade college and still get the same experience and just crack it for the same job here which is which does not happen in India a very simple example you know if I need to be a consultant in, um, in the MBB right in India I can't do it if I'm not from IIM or IIT they wouldn't even consider you, or count the top tier colleges like ISBs etc. I mean, a Christide is not going in McKinsey as a consultant. Don't get obviously. me wrong, I'm not talking about yeah, getting yeah. into the firms. I'm talking about things like associate consultant and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Here you could, here you obviously it makes a difference if you're from an Oxford or Warwick, but if you're from a Leeds an Aston, a, a Birmingham University, a Coventry University, you still have a shot at it. And I feel that is a great place to start with because. It's a really wholesome environment that people get and connecting the dots and going a little, you know, further back on our discussions, we spoke about how in India, gap years and things are looked down upon, you know, I've seen people who take pride in it, you know, people come into undergrads uh, after taking a year off after the, you know, a gap year after the A-levels. And they're going ahead in the first year they're all about oh I did this in my gap year and I did this in my gap year and everybody's looking at them and being like oh my god they had such a great time because people look up to things like that which I feel doesn't really happen in India or at least is not as widespread um, to say the least.
0: Well that's true. I think that is why people uh, flock over there. But we'll be ending this career section now given that we've been talking over that for past one and a half hours. Where are you currently in this space like from a Mindspace point of view from a career standpoint? You know I, I'm,
1: I'm again in a cross junction right now because so for me it's been a mixed ride and without being a little you know too dramatic about things and all obviously COVID was one I happen to be in a place where UK offered six months visas for my batch and my batch was the last batch because it was a pre-Brexit batch so everybody coming in gets two years so a lot more options to land a job etc so for us it was obviously a little tough because uh, you know, with COVID happening and the job market being you know, not the best and uh, at the same time having just six months post-study and all that. So it's been a rough ride. Uh, I have been applying for a lot of jobs here and all that. I, I've had some pros, I've reached in a few rounds, didn't work out. Most people have issues with sponsorship and all that. So you, it, it's just very difficult. So, But I did get to intern with Unilever. I'm finishing that right now. I end with my internship pretty soon. And next month I'm flying back. So once I go back, perhaps after a much needed uh, break of not having seen my family for two years, uh, sorry, for, for about over a year and, um, you know, just missing the home food and the comfort and everything going on. Uh, I think after the break, I shall resume my hunt of
0: uh, finding jobs in India. No, but best of luck for, uh, to you for that. <laughs> Definitely. Coming to the last section, I think the one thing which I think you stressed on was the mental health portion and how um, we have to be a bit more vocal about it on social platforms. It's one of them.
1: I yeah, like I think let's just perhaps end it with it and yeah. just take a few, uh, just you know, just taking in, soaking in how the world has been. And uh, I feel, first of all, there's a lot of misconception between two things that I need to clearly point out that there are two things: there is mental illness, and then there is mental health. Mental illness is something that some people could be born with genetically. It's something that you could be suffering for a long time it's something that you could say some people have it and some people don't but mental health is something that is widespread it is for every single person it's for you know somebody who's going to office to somebody who's going for the tuition classes to somebody who's in the modeling world mental health is common for everyone mental illness is something that can vary and obviously when your mental health deteriorates to a level where and you know you need help and it Because of traumas or because of whatever reasons, there is a chance of it being converted into a long-term illness. So that's the basic that we definitely needed to clear out. And with respect to, if I just brush up on myself, I have a bunch of things, you know, I I was diagnosed with, uh, you know, adult ADHD in my 11th grade. So, I've had my long ride of medications and stuff like that with it. A uh, lot of my friends don't know about it and in fact, I, it's only recently that I kind of came to terms with being open about it. A, a large portion of it has been me just seeing how the world has is changing now and me, I think just coming to terms with myself a little more. Along with that, there are a lot of other things that definitely affect your mental health with respect to anxiety. I also have a lot of anxiety issues and stuff like that. But luckily, I was very very fortunate to have a family which was very supportive and i could get help and we never shied upon you know going for either for psychiatrists or psychologists and getting therapy and all of that stuff but a lot of people out there have still have taboos about it a uh, lot of people don't understand it because you know mental health or illness is something that is not visible it's not something that you know if i if i bruise my knee you can see it you know i'm in pain i bruise my knee or i broke my arm but if i am Depressive, or I'm having anxiety issues or panic attacks, uh, it's not always visible on somebody's face. Of course, people are understanding more and more now, but of people, of things is like, oh, if somebody is depressive, they'll probably be in a dark room in some corner crying their ass off. It's not always like that. You know, people walking around us, laughing on our jokes, giggling with us, making fun of other people could be going back home very, very miserable. And a large extent of that is just because people, a lot of people are not considerate and a lot of people don't understand what uh, mental health and what mental illness is. Purely because if you've never experienced it in your family or if you've not experienced it yourself or you're not aware of it, uh, it's very difficult to understand what is happening with you or somebody you know who's in touch with you, you know I, you could be my friend and if I've never seen somebody with say you know anxiety issues when I do see you I would not know how to deal with it and we've always been told hey just, just snap out of it, hey it's fine you just need to watch a movie you'll be okay Hey, just get a drink you'll be fine, right? You just always ask to brush those things aside and not really pay attention to them but I feel that's something which is very important and I've had my journey of ups and downs right from 11th grade to you know having a low time in 12th then being fine through my undergrad uh, then having another low time and then you know I've had my ups and downs with everything but I feel the best thing has been that the friends I've had have been very supportive and f- my family has been very very considerate and I've gotten the help that I need so anybody in who's out there who you know feels that something is wrong, if they can't focus, right from if they can't focus to them being impulsive to you know, seeing a pattern wherein they feel that they just don't know what to do and or they're crying or, or even if you, you know you've been in an upset mood or you're being any kind of irregularity that you see or if people see in you or stuff like that, I think there's no harm in going and asking for help. It could start with a, a simple conversation with a friend uh, who could then if you are not qualified and if you're not knowledgeable about it should and perhaps will advise you to go and you know see a therapist and once you start talking to therapists and get talking therapy and there are a bunch of therapies also from that point maybe this can be a podcast for another day altogether but um you get help and you get to know a lot about your own self and um, it's, it's always good to have support you know when you go to a gym you don't you don't think twice before hiring a trainer who can train you into how to build a muscle, a body, right? When you when you want to learn something, you're not you don't shy away from getting teachers and tuition teachers to take maths coaching. So why not get a coach or a counselor or a doctor who's a psychiatrist if need be, to get some help and you know just figuring things out what's going on, help you see things in a better fashion and just help you maneuver your life in a better fashion if it is needed it doesn't always have to be as extreme as you know uh, falling on medication etc it doesn't not everybody needs it and not everybody should be getting it but some people do and you should get that kind of help if you need therapy you should get that if you need any kind of other help if you just need you know a place to vent out wherein you can talk to someone and somebody just listens to you with an open ear without being judgmental I think that's fine as well and I feel Again, as because everything that we've spoken to has been kind of interlinked with, um, you know, foreign education, etc. I feel that's one more thing that I would like to add is amazing in uh, countries like the UK and, you know, a lot of these foreign universities and foreign countries where people give a lot of importance to things like that. You know, there are provisions where I, I had a classmate who was actually my senior like you know somebody who had done the same courses i'm doing before me just decided to take a a break from the course because she was not doing too well mentally and the university you know understood that and she could come in and uh, start the course with us so you know she completed her course alongside us so things like that that kind of flexibility you know having help within the university people understanding having mental health drives etc which is very very important i feel uh, is really really um, given importance here of course things are changing in india i feel the whole SSR movement was quite um, uh, interesting because a lot of people saw a lot of things. A lot of people opened up. Even not just SSR, I feel just the fact that people have now sat at home for about a year to six months to a year and perhaps even longer. Uh, people have seen a lot of different sides of themselves. They've been restless. They've they've been in you know uh, untested uh, territories wherein people have needed support and it's it's just something that has definitely made the world a lot more humble but i hope this continues and people can you know just if there's one takeaway that they can take from this podcast from this last bit is if you need help don't shy away go ahead if you don't know where to get help from talk to your friends uh talk to people who understand things and uh you know i was lucky enough to talk to my parents but i understand sometimes some parents not because they're bad But just out of lack of experience and lack of knowledge could not perhaps be in a position to understand you in the right place and that's the reason why you need to get um, help which is a psychologist, a psychotherapist, a psychiatrist, whatever it is, you know, whichever situation you're in, it's always just good to have somebody you can talk to.
0: This has been amazing because this was something which I always wanted to do and it's great that you, thank you specifically that you opened up about yourself not many people do that not many people are in terms with accepting that especially in a public forum so thank you for that and thank you for you know telling everybody that somebody who is among us somebody who is like us uh, is suffering through it and it's common it's normal uh, anybody can do it and as you correctly mentioned that uh, you hire gym trainers and teachers you can go talk to somebody and get that sorted out
1: exactly why not like i mean and it's in this i'll tell you something else you know sometimes it could. it's not necessarily supposed to be something which has just wrecked your life or something you can't come to terms with. You know, a lot of us have very, very, I mean, I think at the risk of trivializing the matter too much, but I think things like uh, breakups or not uh, getting a, an X score on your, you know, in a particular exam, sometimes things like that can just, you know, move us in a certain way when we just need somebody to talk to Uh, you know so it's fine I think it doesn't always have to be something huge and you seeing uh, depressive symptoms etc sometimes you just want to talk to somebody for things like breakup, for things like not scoring well or not living up to your own expectations or it could be anything when you have things like that also I feel something for as small as that as well I think there are a lot of uh, places that you can get help from.
0: You know, one thing which I'll take away specifically from my end is we need more awareness and more education on understanding what mental health is. So I'm trying to source people who are you know, experts in this field and are already working in this field so that they can explain us um, what is counseling psychology, what is clinical psychology, why, like, what is therapist, what is psychotherapist. You know, there are different terms which we are unaware of. of, course, of, of so course. that you know, coming from somebody who is experienced in this field, coming from somebody who is who has studied this field, it would add value and it would give, I think, People like us more knowledge about how to deal with this scenario. Definitely, definitely. Not think ourselves as weird ones because uh, to tell you, uh, as victims, as vic- victim is a
1: huge thing. And I and I and I want to because you mentioned that word as the weird ones. I would say victims because sometimes I think a lot of us could you know just victimize ourselves and be like you know why is it happening to us and stuff like that and and in that position obviously somebody who who works in that field and and is prof is a professional uh in that field uh, it's always good to know their perspectives
0: yeah just one incident probably and then close it off uh, this one uh, and people think that people of our age are accepted are open to this fact because you know they are more educated they know they've seen the outside world and uh, they know mental health is you know important and all of that but you won't believe i have one of my friends um, who I was seeing, you know, was suffering through something like this and I suggested that, you know, why don't you visit somebody like this? So since I did not have much knowledge, I referred another friend who was studying psychology and she could have guided uh, my friend better. After talking, my friend mentioned that I don't want to go to a paga just to use the word colloquially, so you can understand how deep rooted the problem is even among our generation. Let's not even talk about appearance generation, of course. Like we sometimes take it likely that people of our generation uh, accept that, but even you know, given your example, even you took time, come to terms with it, and you know, open about it publicly, which is true because you're definitely right. Because you know, the thing is, that's what we see. You know,
1: that that's what is. Uh, I think <laughs> we we we've been connecting dots, and it's the best. Now that we we did talk about uh, shows, I think it's only good to to mention the movie Joker, yeah. and uh, you know, just throw light on it and I feel that, that the, the way it represented uh, you know the problem of mental health in the society was I think quite apt um, because the way people treated him um, you know in the movie is obviously it was overly dramatized because it was also a different era that they were showing but it, it's a fact it's not always that people are going to trivialize your problems but it's just you trivializing them for yourself, because you're like, ah, oh, this is fine. I'm, I'm, it's okay. I don't want to go to a, you know, a Pagal Khana, as you said, or whatever. It's, it's not always that serious, also. And even if it is, I think it's, it's fine. If you uh, can just, I think, understand. Like, I mean, it's, it's a common practice, right? When you, when you break a leg, and I'm not talking about breaking bones. When you, you know, you just bruise yourself, you go for dressing, right? Yeah. Yep. You bruise yourself, you'll go to a, a doctor or a general practitioner and you know, in your neighborhood and just get the dressing done. So when you can get the dressing done on your knee or your, you know, any kind of
0: bruise, why can't you get that dressing done for
1: something that is troubling you in your life at that point?
0: You're 100% right. I think more and more people should uh, know about this. Slow and steady. <laughs> uh, this has been one of the best conversations I've ever had. And, thank and I'm actually feeling a bit guilty as well because kept you on hold for two hours now and I've kept you talking. That's fine, that's okay, that's okay. But uh, this has been amazing and, you know, there's one topic we missed but I will not hold you. We'll probably call you some other time uh, if you're interested again, you know, talking more about tech because I think that is one shared interest that we could talk oh, lots yes. of. Yes, uh, we'll bring some things.
1: I think we'll, we'll come prepared the next time. We should come, you know, with a few topics in mind and then just maneuver through the different things that are happening in the tech world, right, from the latest phones to the whole... Apple coming out with the Apple car or, yes. or the AR glasses or yeah, the AR yeah. headset. Uh, yeah, we should definitely do that next time.
0: I'm excited at 12.30am here <laughs> just think about all of this. So, done. Uh, I'll hold you up on that one. But thank you again, Shubham, for agreeing to this and uh, spending so much amount of time and, you know, telling us about your indecisiveness or you figuring out about your life and opening up your mental health problems and, you know, the shows that we binged on. So, it was amazing talking to you.
1: Great being on the show and uh, thanks a lot for having me as well man. like it was it was a general um you know experience wherein I, I think it was very very casual in terms of just opening up um i think it was it was a nice experience man yeah,
0: and you know one thing which i could say personally from my side is, probably closing the mark is that this platform has gave me a chance to talk to people i know but i've never really talked about things that matter you know, I've known Shubhang for quite some time You know, we have interacted while we were in some council work and all of that, he was he was in the class right across me, I've heard about him, teachers used to talk about him, I've seen him go You know, hardly be in class and all of that, but we have never had this level of conversation and uh, all of that, so again thank you and thank you everyone for listening to this episode, we'll bring back Shubhang, I'll hold him up and we'll talk about tech in more detail that time, thank you everyone for listening, catch you in the next one, bye bye Thank you to all the listeners. I'll catch up with you again soon with someone new and lots of interesting discussions. So, bye.